0: Welcome to the Real Estate espresso podcast your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host Victor Manash. On today's show we're talking about conversations with potential funding partners. If you're in the marketplace for capital, you will invariably meet new people and develop relationships that a long way down the road could become a source of capital for your future projects. The initial positioning of the person you meet might be unclear. Are they an individual investor who has capital to deploy? Are they a fund manager? who places capital into projects using the monies that are invested in the fund? Are they a mortgage broker who simply wants to get another loan done? Are they an amateur who fancies themselves a connector of people? Are they a project sponsor who's out there in the market trying to raise capital just like you and will never be a source of capital for your projects unless you join forces to work with them on a project together? In my conversations, I've encountered all of these. It's sometimes difficult to tell them apart, at least at the beginning. The problem is that people like to make a good first impression. They'll talk a big game. They'll talk about their recent projects with the same level of ownership as if they were a principal in the project. Sometimes they were just a broker on the deal. Sometimes they were a partner. And sometimes they were a principal. And there are those who merely have friends who are principals in the project but were not directly involved themselves at all. I've even had situations where I've been talking to someone who is clearly not the money, but they tell you they're connected to the money. So after a few lunch meetings and phone conversations, the introduction is made, only to discover that the new player in the conversation is not the money either. They have some amazing relationships and can talk at length about the projects they've been involved with and how they placed $30 million in a project or how they have continual deal flow. They're a real player. So a few conference calls later, it becomes clear that these folks don't have the money either. If the deal meets their criteria, they might be willing to go out into the market and help you raise the money. Now, if you're listening to this, Perhaps you've encountered the same situation yourself. These types of daisy chains are incredibly common. And I find that nothing in terms of funding commitment happens until I'm speaking directly to the decision maker who has the funds and the authority to make the decision. Anyone else is just a connector. If they're not the decision maker or part of the core team that makes the decision, they're a connector. So the question is, if you're dealing with a connector and not the money directly, are you wasting your time? Well, the answer is maybe. Unless you can transition the conversation into a direct conversation, you are wasting your time. So the question is, how long do you spend nurturing conversations with connectors? If the path to the actual decision maker is through a connector, then the connector remains important, but only to a point. If the connector is twice removed from the funding partner, your chances of a successful transaction become vanishingly small. You want to exercise care in how you conduct yourself with serious funding sources. If you don't have a live deal to discuss, you don't want to waste other people's time. Investors who are looking to place capital will get turned off quickly if they determine that you're wasting their time. So the question becomes, what is preventing the connector from actually making the connection? Oftentimes the connectors worried that you might harm their relationship with the principal. You need to get them comfortable with you and that you are mindful of protecting their relationship and their reputation with that principal. If they're still not making a direct connection between you and the money partner, maybe they're faking it and don't have such a good relationship as they're representing. You need to assess the quality of relationship the connector has with the funding partner. You need to ask directly what the connector needs to make the introduction. Of course, you need to pay close attention to the legalities of working with connectors. If the connector expects to be compensated for the introduction, you should be mindful of the regulations around compensation. Connector may need to be licensed in order to receive compensation, and you certainly don't want to run afoul of these regulations. You might be able to hire that person into your organization and pay them for legitimate work that is not tied to the introduction of capital. This is an area where you want to seek legal advice and make sure that you're in compliance with all securities and brokering regulations. Definitely not the role of this podcast to provide legal advice in any way. I'm not a lawyer, and I'm not in the business of providing legal advice. Now, some larger sources of capital do have gatekeepers. They have folks whose job it is to filter out opportunities before introducing the actual decision maker. That's perfectly legitimate. They're employees of the decision maker, whether it's a family office or a trusted confidant or trusted right-hand person in the organization. And if you're dealing with a gatekeeper, it's important to make sure that you satisfy their criteria before trying to request a direct meeting with the principal decision maker. Pay close attention to when you're in a daisy chain situation and try and get a direct connection to the decision maker who is the only one capable of making the decision. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.